Welcome to the Hidden Palace with Skyblaze. Good morning, afternoon, evening or night, wherever you are in the world. I am Skyblaze and this is the first episode of the Hidden Palace for 2020, right here on Radio Sega. Um, it's been a while, um, mostly because, you know, Christmas tends to kind of eat you. Uh, but yeah, um, me back today, uh, Rex is back tomorrow, so fun weekend for everybody. Uh, today on the Hidden Palace, we'll be taking a look at CSK, uh, which is a holding of well, was a holding of Sega's, which functioned as a research institute, who developed and published quite a lot of games. Uh, in 1999, CSK sold all its interests to CS uh, CRI, resulting in CSK splitting into CRI middleware, and the remainder was absorbed into the AM2 group. Uh, CSK were also the ones to develop Japan's first CD-ROM software with Afterburner 2. Uh, this game, along with quite a number of titles, was specifically designed for Fujitsu's FM Towns, um, which, if you're not familiar with it, is a sort of a type of microcomputer um, which was exclusive to Japan and kind of acted as Japan's uh, early alternative to IBM PCs. But the FM Towns is actually a pretty interesting subject, but it doesn't directly relate to Sega, so I probably can't really cover it here, apart from the games that were brought out on it. Um, hello to everybody in the chat, by the way. We've got um, Doan, Callum, Nicholas Aman, Frost Gamer, Greyfor, hello. Um, who else have we got? Electric Boogaloo's here. Electric Boogaloo just posted a thing about the Sega Pluto. Uh, Sega Pluto prototype hands-on review. I'm going to have to look at that later. Um, Lemanic's here. I'm not sure who else we've got. II, I think, is here. So yeah, quite a few people. Um, uh, oh, Green Vipers just arrived. Um, FM Towns music block. Yes, there will be quite a few, uh, quite a few FM Towns um, bits of music in here. Because out of the five games brought out for the FM Towns, Afterburner Two and Three, uh, Turbo Outrun, Galaxy Force Two, and Last Survivor. Last Survivor is probably the most interesting, as it's a 3D third-person shooter which predates uh, id Software's experiments, which would lead them to inventing their own first-person shooters such as Wolfenstein Doom. Um, the 3D shooter actually predates those two by two years, although it's a third, not a first-person shooter. Still, it's a pretty interesting achievement. So. Uh, for the first music block for tonight, uh, we've got uh, Shake the Street from Turbo Outrun, the FM Towns version, and another FM Towns track, we've got K-City from Afterburn 3. So I hope you enjoy those, and I will continue talking about Last Survivor after the break.
and we are back. And that was um, K-City from Afterburner 3 and Shake the Street, Turbo and Run. Uh, both from the FM Towns versions of those games. Um, the Discord chat is talking quite a bit about how good the music from FM Towns is. Yeah, FM Towns games got quite a good deal when it came to video game music sounds. Uh, because they were, they were mostly streaming Redbook CD Audio. Uh, unlike a lot of games on PC of that time period, uh, which, well, a lot of them were still on floppy disk. And you had to take into account the roughly 50 squillion different types of MIDI sound font and different types of sound card that were available. Um, and if you were very, very unlucky, it wouldn't recognise your sound card at all and try and play through the PC speaker and would therefore sound awful. Not that I have memories of this at all, Twitch. Twitch, Twitch. Anyway. <laughs> um, so, talking about Last Survivor. Uh, it was released in 1990 and sees um, one to two players shooting their way through endless mazes, collecting a number of keys which are held by either six or seven AI robot things, uh, depending on whether or not you're playing two-person or one-person mode. You have to uh, navigate around various environmental hazards, such as rolling boulders, as well as killing additional enemies that are lurking about in the maze. Your initial means of navigation is a compass, uh, but you can find a map which replaces the compass and makes navigation quite a bit easier. There are shops um, which are available um, which can only be accessed once in a given location, but will let you purchase better weapons, armors, a speed boost, and health restoration. Money is gained from killing the monsters in the level. Last Survivor was originally brought out in arcades in 1989, though a very limited number were ever produced, making them quite rare. This is in part due to the expense of maintaining the game cabinet being too much for some operators. The arcade version also allowed up to four players, and due to the cabinets having the FD1094 protection chip, it meant getting a ROM dump of the game didn't happen until 2012! They really didn't want anyone grabbing that game code, did they? Good grief. What's going on in the chat? Uh, Frost Game is saying my parents had an Amiga, from what I've seen it was a good system. Yeah, the Commodore Amiga was a great system. Um, later versions of the Commodore Amiga were still being used up until like the mid-90s for various things. Uh, famously, uh, a lot of the special effects in the first season of Babylon 5 were actually rendered on, on Amigas. So, that's a thing. Um, Frost Game say, so is FM Towns uh, like a 90s steam machine? Eh, ish. Um, uh, Resident SD is saying PC sound was impressively terrible back in those days, as were most PC games to be fair. That's not true, there were some really good PC games out there. Um, I think uh, June 2 was that sort of era. Uh, and that was an excellent game. Um, but yeah, the, the early 90s, PC games were still kind of getting their, getting their feet under them. Uh, Resonance, that's why we all bought Amigas. Um, I had a Commodore 64 uh, back in the mid-80s. 
Um, I never did get an Amiga. I had several people that had them. Um, but I got an NES in the early 90s, and then a SNES and a Game Boy and a Mega Drive. Um, so on and so forth. Uh, June 2 also got a nice Genesis port too, says Electric Boogaloo. I loved June 2. I was absolutely awful at it, but it was actually the first game when we got an actual PC, an IBM PC. Uh, it was the first game I had on that, and I loved it. The music was great as well. Okay, um, let's have some more music then. Um, well before that, Green Viper saying, I think the most recent in-use Amiga I've seen is a school district in the US that had its seat and control by an Amiga up to about 2018. <laughs> That's amazing. But yeah, the Amigas are great. Um, actually, for work, I have to write an article, or I don't have to, I want to. Uh, write an article about um, microcomputers, and the Commodore Amiga is going to be one of the ones I mention because it's so versatile. But yeah, let's have some more music. Um, so, from Last Survivor, uh, I don't know what the track names are for this, so I've just got it as track four from the FM Towns version of Last Survivor. And after that, requested by Nicholas Haman, we've got Recurrent Fever from Aero Elite Combat Academy. So enjoy those and I'll speak to you guys again after the break.
You're listening to Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7. Sega!
And we are back. And that was Recurrent Fever from Aero Elite Combat Academy. That was requested by Nicholas Amann. And before that we had Track 4 from Last Survivor FM Towns version. Uh, speaking of the FM Towns, relatively recently, as in the past few months, a friend of mine actually visited Japan and posted a picture on Twitter of an FM Towns unit. The absolutely mint condition thing. Uh, with a crying face emoji, because he couldn't figure out how he could get it home <laughs> without destroying it on the plane. <laughs> Poor sod. Oh dear. Anyway... Um, so, from FM, to FM Towns to Genesis Town. <laughs> you see what I did there? Uh, we have Megalomania for the Mega Drive. Uh, this is actually a very early... Um, uh, strategy game, uh, kind of god sim. Uh, released in 1993, Megalomania, also known as Tyrants Fight Through Time, was published by CSK in Japan and Virgin Games in North America and Europe. It's a real-time strategy where you play as one of four gods. Uh, Scarlet, who is red, Caesar, who is green, Oberon, who is yellow, and Madcap, who is blue. One of these things is not like the others. And your goal is to defeat your fellow gods by building your territories and taking theirs. Pretty straightforward. Um, uh, just about. Uh, Electrical has just posted a picture of an FM town, a complete FM Towns unit. It's actually a quite attractive-looking thing. Um, I wouldn't mind having one. I had no idea where I'd put it because I live in a two-bedroom flat. But I'd still quite like to have one because I'm a nerd. Anyway. Back to Megalomania. Uh, at the start of each level, you choose a map where you want to place your first tower and how many units you want to deploy. As you progress, you can assign units to research, development, fighting, and so on and so forth. Pretty standard, what we now consider to be pretty standard RTS type stuff. Any units not assigned to any task will always work towards increasing your population level. You can make alliances with your opponents, but it does prevent you from expanding your territories into that area. The game spans across 28 islands and 10 epochs. Levels, kind of. Uh, you start each epoch with 100 units, and any units unused at the end of each epoch will carry on to the next. Megalomania was considered one of the first RTSs to include a tech tree. By some estimates, it actually is the first to include a tech tree. As one further bit of interesting trivia, the UK release by Virgin, um, for some reason they produced a maxi-single called Megalomania Going All The Way in order to promote the game. For some inexplicable reason, this sort of stuff happened in the UK quite a bit, um, as we know from the infamous... infamous... Uh, Wonder Man track. Um, yeah. But yeah, the, the 90s was weird, man. The 90s was an odd place. But I have actually managed to find a uh, decent-ish copy of that single. Uh, so you're going to get to hear it. It's actually, it's alright. It's not bad. So, uh, coming up, we're going to have uh, Megalomania going all the way. And after that, um, a request by Electric Boogaloo, we've got Surf Rocket Racers Manhattan Course. So, hope you enjoy those. Uh, let me know what you think of the Megalomania tracks. I'm very interested to find out what you all think. 
and I'll speak to you guys again after the break.
And we are back. And that was Surf Rocket Racer's Manhattan Course, uh, requested by Electric Boogaloo. And before that, Megalomania going all the way. Um, it's so 90s. It's so typical of a lot of the um, kind of electronic dance music that was around in the early 90s. Uh, that, that kind of robot voice, the one that was saying Megalomania, I kind of want that sort of voice to do um, an intro for Chipchun Corner at some point. I ought to get on that. I know there's some uh, emulators online that you can get to do it. I just need to actually get off my backside and do it. I'll get around to it one of these days. Anyway, uh, moving on from the Mega Drive to the 32X, we have Zaxxon Motherbase 2000. An entry in the Zaxxon series, which has been running for a very long time. Uh, it had been running for quite a long time by the time Zaxxon Motherbase 2000 came out, actually. Uh, this is the only one that actually uses polygonal graphics, thanks to the 32X. Although the background is still rendered using 2D graphics, your ship, allies, obstacles and enemies are all in 3D. The game includes a couple of interesting features. First is your ship. Instead of picking up um, power-ups to improve your firepower or health, I can say words, you can instead hack quote unquote, certain ships by jumping onto them. Um, Alright. Doing so grants you access to their weapons and the hacked ship acts as a health buffer, as normally you die in one hit. That sounds kind of like the, the little, um, I forget what it's called, in R-Type, the little thing that attaches to the front or back of your ship. So you can kind of pinch other ships to act as, act as one of those, which is an interesting feature. Somebody remind me what the little thing is called in R-Type, because that's going to bug the hell out of me. <laughs> um, secondly, uh, the bosses, which range from a giant humanoid robot to a UFO which transforms. Alright. One slight downside is the fact that these bosses can often take up most of the screen, making navigating around them pretty difficult. Although... When the kind of the space shooter maps of the era, uh, that was pretty typical. Unfortunately, the game received pretty negative. Um, Electrical is saying it's called the Force. Yes, the Force in, in our type. So you can pinch into the ship to act as a Force. There we go. Good grief. <laughs> I'll get there eventually. Um. So yeah, uh, Zaxxon Motherbase 2000 didn't get very good reviews. Uh, they cited sluggish controls and removal of the ability to change altitude, which is re generally regarded as part of Zaxxon's defining features, having appeared in all of the games uh, with the Zaxxon name. Also, uh, when a large number of enemies appeared on, on screen at the same time, there was a noticeable amount of slowdown, which considering you're talking about the 32X, which is supposed to be a power-up for the Mega Drive and was supposed to be considerably more powerful, not a great look. One thing that this version does have of the others was the introduction of two-player versus mode. In this mode, you and your opponent can face off against each other in a best of five, where you have to shoot down your opponent's ship. First to destroy five of your opponent's ships wins. Hooray! I'm gonna look my talk better before I run out. Um, but yeah, thank you, Electric Boogaloo, for reminding me that it's called the uh, Force, because that was really bugging me. Um, what else have we got going on in the chat at the moment? 
in Europe it was just called Mother Base, and in Japan it was called Parasquad. So it was only American that, America that got it actually called Zaxxon Mother Base 2000. So in every other territory it had nothing to do with Zaxxon, which probably would have made it a better... Well, it probably would have been better received if it had not been attached to Zaxxon. Uh, my husband is getting confused between Gradius and R-Type, I think. Oh well. Okay, let's have some more music then, because I am running out of time. Uh, so, from Zaxxon Mother Base 2000, we've got uh, the Stage 3, Stage 7 music. And then, um, from Galaxy Force 2 on the FM Towns, Alone Fighter. This was requested by Green Viper 8, so you can blame him for that one. So I hope you enjoy those, and I'll be back after the break for uh, talk about a game on the Dreamcast. So, speak to you guys then.
the best Sega music, live shows, and the chance to request your favorites. This is RadioSega.net. Get ready.
And we are back. And that was Galaxy Force 2 FM Towns version, Alone Fighter, which was requested by Green Viper 8. And before that we had Zaxxon Motherbase 2000, Stage 3 and Stage 7. So, the final game for tonight, we have Buggy Heat for the Dreamcast, which is a two-player racing game where you, well, ride around in buggies. And it's also known as TNN Motorsports Hardcore Heat in the US. Uh, you can race around with eight drivers and their vehicles across numerous tracks. And before you get into each race, you get the option to tune your car, including front and rear suspension, tyre grip, brakes, as well as the gear ratio. You also get some visual customization options by altering the colour scheme from three different ones, along with changing the logo, which is printed on various parts of the buggy. When you're in the race itself, you can pause the game to change your view, be it from behind the buggy, within it, or the front. There is one other view option, which is motion. This sets you to a front view, but in the bottom right corner will be another screen showing a driver figure, and they move in time to your input, so you can see exactly how your driver reacts. It's a pretty interesting idea, but I don't see how useful it is. I mean, it's, it's pretty cool for um, streaming or something, but that wasn't really a thing back then, so I'm a bit confused as to what the actual utility of it is. Oh well. Um, Viper sent me a thing. Uh, I don't know if it's going to work, but I'm going to give it a go. Because up next is Egyptian Corner, so I'm going to try a thing and see if it works. I'm not sure if that actually came through alright, because that was pretty quiet. To me, anyway. Um, but yeah, uh, Viper actually sent me a um, the, that robot voice doing it, saying Egyptian Corner. <laughs> Thank you, Viper. Um, I'll have to tweak it a bit so it's actually uh, it actually works properly alongside the the music and stuff that I play. But um, yeah, that's really awesome. <laughs> I am such a nerd. Oh my god. So yeah, um, some of you who are regular listeners will know that I occasionally go to Chiptune uh, performances, and there was another one last month uh, here in Sheffield, which unfortunately I could not make it to because I didn't have any money. Um, but there were some pretty awesome performers in there, so I'm extremely sad that I missed out on one in particular. Uh, a UK chiptune veteran who made an appearance was called Breakbeat Heartbeat. There's a musician from Newcastle who uses a Game Boy synced to a computer to create a style that she describes as heartfelt mel melancholic, heart uh, heartfelt melancholic chip break. I'm not sure exactly what that's meant to be, but it's pretty cool. Uh, so yeah, um, oh, some some people are agreeing me that the, the the driver image in uh, Buggy Heat is is pretty weird. Um, and apparently, TNN stood for either the Nashville Network or the National Network. Okay. I guess. This is not something I'm familiar with being British, so... Hey-ho. Um, but yeah, uh, here we've got uh, Breakbeat Heartbeat with City Drive. So let me know what you think of that, and I will speak to you guys again to end off the show after this.
bit of a short one. Uh, that was uh, Breakbeat Heartbeat uh, City Drive. Uh, you can find uh, Breakbeat Heartbeat's stuff on Bandcamp. I will drop a link in the Discord chat. There we go. So, yeah, be sure to look them up. They've done some a lot of really, really good stuff. Uh, worth checking out if you want to. Uh, expand your knowledge of chipching. So, thank you ever so much for tuning in tonight. Uh, I've had quite a few people on. It's been great. Um, thank you to everybody who's been in the Discord chat. Everybody who hangs out on Twitter, um, retweeting things. Um, and anybody else who listens in and just chills out. That's also awesome. I'm not sure what I'm going to do for a topic next week. Uh, unfortunately, next Friday I do have um, a funeral for a very dear friend of mine to go to. So I'm not sure what state I'm going to be in. Um, so I might just do uh, an off-topic episode um, and chill out with you guys. Um... But if you do have any ideas for topics that you do want me to cover, uh, you can get in touch with me on the Radio Sega Discord, where I am uh, SkyBlues42. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter, where I am at Blazing Skies. Or you can contact me through the Radio Sega Twitter or Facebook group. Um, Electra Boogaloo saying my condolences. Oh, thank you. That's, that's very sweet. Um, but yeah, uh, if you have got any ideas for stuff you want me to talk about, then get in touch. Um, also, a special thanks to Twinny, who's been doing the um, social media stuff today. Uh, always does an absolutely brilliant job, so thank you so much to Twinny, because you are amazing. Uh, I've been Skyblaze, this has been The Hidden Palace here on Radio Sega. I've got one last track to go out on in honour of the Fantasy Star Online 2 closed beta that's been going on recently. That some people I know have been involved in. Oh, I'm not one of them because I don't have an Xbox. Uh, so from Fantasy Star Online 2, this is Bright Symphony. Thanks for tuning in, take care everybody and good night.
enjoyed the show? Check out the full Radio Sega live schedule at radiose.ga forward slash shows. Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7.